Good evening, and welcome to our podcast, Podcast 93, written April 17th, 2022. The title of our podcast today is The Fruits and Works of the Holy Spirit. We begin with our Bible text, which states, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. Galatians 5.22 The Bible tells us there is no law against the fruit of the Spirit because they are the fruit that support the laws of God. Also, I'd be interested to see and or know if there's any government laws around the world that would be against these fruits of the Holy Spirit. Hmm. Let's begin with love. The Bible states that love worketh no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. Romans 13.10 And for all the law is fulfilled in one word, even this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Galatians 5.14 Our first definition of love is God is love. 1 John 4.8 You see, he is the epitome of the word love, which also is his character. We may view love as a deep affection and intense feeling which transcends our emotions toward another person. In essence, the way we relate to that person. And when we really truly love someone, we can't do them any harm. In fact, that's what our world needs today. And that's to love again. And in this family of love, we have the main three types of love, and that is agape, God's love for man, and our love for God. Then, philia, our love for our fellow man, and our fellow man's love for us. And eros, the love for our spouse and family, and their love for us which will be another podcast. But today, we will focus on agape love, God's love. Love does not have to be a two-way street, but it helps. Now, I am presenting it that way today for the sake of no one gets off the hook. That is, we should all love one another. So let's expound on love, this fruit of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, 
but have everlasting life. John 3.16. That is passionate love. To give up your son for a sinful world. God knew man was sinful before Jesus laid down his life on the cross. But he did it anyways. He gave up his son to save whosoever is willing can be saved. And then in 1 John 3.16, we read, Hereby perceive we the love of God because he laid down his life for us and we ought to love lay down our lives rather for the brethren herein we have phileo love and agape love combined what a powerful reminder on this easter sunday let's continue to define love the Oxford Language Dictionary states, Love is an intense feeling of deep affection for someone else. Miriam Webster states, Love is a strong affection for another arising out of kinship or personal ties. A maternal love, in essence, like that of a mother and child. Now we've talked about the fruits of love. Let's also look at the works the Holy Spirit love does. He gives men the ability to speak in unknown tongues. And the work he does here is through his love, he can reach the world for the kingdom of God. It's not for us to go just yelling around in the church. It's for the edifying of the body and reaching the world. Because there may be somebody in your church who don't speak English or speak that language. 1 Corinthians 14, 27 and 28. He softened the heart of a sinner unto repentance, then empowers him to do the will of God. Acts 1.8 He helps us to love one another, which is the sign of love being perfected in us, according to 1 John 4.12. Read it. To love one for to have love one for another is also a sign that the Holy Spirit is working in our lives. A few other beautiful works of the Holy Spirit is that he gives us knowledge, understanding, comfort, advice through his wise counsel. He helps us be in reverence before God and respect for God. We can sure use some of that in this world. And gives us benevolence toward others in need. Let's introduce another work of the Holy Spirit. Joy. I have been, I have seen rather, the Holy Spirit work in the lives of others. In church, when they witness a baptism and 
have that kindred spirit to see someone baptized. Everybody rejoice. Clap their hands. The Bible states that the angels in heaven rejoice when one soul repents and come to the Lord. Let's read it. In the same way, I tell you, there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Luke 15.10 Also, the scripture speaks about for the joy of the Lord being our strength. Paraphrase. Read it. When we have saints rejoicing and praising God, and on top of that, God is in the midst with all power as he inhibits our praise. Remember, where two or three are gathered, fill in the blank. You know it. Brothers and sisters, you've got power on your side. Psalms 22, 3 and Matthew 18, 20. Read it. So don't let nobody steal your joy because there is power in your joy, especially when we rejoice in the Lord. Have you had a time when you just sit and read the word of God and all of a sudden this overwhelming joy comes over you and you start crying tears of joy? because the power of the Holy Spirit moves upon you and confirms that you're reading as he reassures your faithfulness. You want the joy of the Lord. Okay? Then the way to get it is abide in his word. By doing so, you get the fullness of joy. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandment and abide in his love, Jesus says. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another, as I have loved you. John chapter 15 verse 10 to 12. Also, check this out. Strength and joy resides in the house of the Lord. His dwelling place, not just heaven above and not just that church building you go to worship in, but your body, his temple. When you have invited the Holy Spirit in, that's the place He's most effective here on earth. It's through you. So keep your vessel clean and free of sin. So the power of God via his Holy Spirit will dwell in you. Keep in mind, heaven and earth is doing their part. If you don't draw some joy, nature will jump up and start glorifying God. My Bible says, let the sea roar and all that fills it. Let the fields exalt and 
everything in it, then shall the trees of the forest sing for joy before the Lord, for he comes to judge and govern the earth. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. First Chronicles 16, 26 34. Paraphrase. Read it. Rather than be an outcast, be and be with the in be with the in crowd, the holy crowd. Join in. Be a part of that holy bunch, making that joyful noise to our God. The psalmist David says, You make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. Amen. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Psalm 1611. God don't need you to praise him, okay? He's got this whole wide universe praising him. But for Christ's sake, let me say that again. But for Christ's sake, and that we, and that what he have done for us on the cross, to commemorate this Easter weekend, give God some praise up in here. Give him some love. Give him some joy. And let that peace that passes your understanding fall on you. Young people, you don't have to seek the pleasures of this world. Seek the pleasure of the Lord this day and all eternity, for that's the real joy. Again, I say amen. He also talks about how there's joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than the 99 righteous people who don't need to repent. Luke 15, 7, paraphrase read it. So, young people, be that one in 100 who decide to give his or her life to the Lord. There's everlasting joy in the everlasting arms of Jesus Christ. When you give your life to the Lord, you just stir up all kinds of joy. Joy in the church. Joy in your personal life joy in your home joy in heaven my goodness there is joy all over places bubbling over with joy amen glory hallelujah amen let me introduce another work of the holy spirit peace jesus said peace i leave with you my peace i give unto you not as the world give it give I unto thee let not your heart be troubled neither let it be afraid John 14 27 as Jesus confronted his disciples comforted rather his disciples before departing back to heaven he left those precious words for the rest of us who would read the disciples manuscripts and I like to say that as I have been a Christian for the majority of my life, 
I can truly say the Lord has granted me love, joy, and peace. There have been those hills and mountains and valleys and rivers and lakes, even oceans to cross, but somehow God has been there for me and saw me through. You can say that when you get up in your age, you can say it with all sincerity because you've been there and done that. And rather, the Lord has been there and done that for you, I should say. But I just like to say I really appreciate the words that's found in Philippians. There he say, his peace surpasses my understanding. Let me read it. Because, I mean, be careful rather, for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians 4, 6 and 7. And second to that would be, you keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you, because he trusts in you. Isaiah 26, 3. MEV. This concludes our podcast. Let us pray. Lord God, as we pray that many who hear these podcasts will be blessed and touched in some way that they find it in their hearts a need to repent. Father God, thank you for hearing the prayers of them who truly repent. In Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Now, if you or someone you know have need of further prayer, contact us at Heaven's Prayer Link. We'd love to pray with you. God bless you.